0: This is Hacking the Afterlife Podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Hello.
1: Hi, guys.
0: Hi, everybody. Here we are doing our podcast from Jennifer's office. How exciting. It's the last podcast of the year. year. Yes.
1: What year are we in? 2022. 2022. 2022.
0: And next up is 2052. No, I'm kidding. Yeah.
1: Kind of feels like that a little <laughs>
0: bit.
1: It feels like there's a lot of years rolled into one this year.
0: So, for, just as a recap everybody, uh, thank God you're seeing Jennifer and not me because you know what I look <laughs> like. And what, what I'll do happen? is I'll put a picture of myself looking young and handsome <laughs> in the corner as opposed to today. Um But we just thought, here we are, it's the end of the year, and it's our chance to be together again, and we've just had a lovely holiday season. Yes. And we just had our holiday lunch together, and as we were leaving...
1: Which we arranged yesterday, just for the record. Very good. Hey, are we seeing each other? (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's right.
1: Why would you come for lunch?
0: And we did not talk about anybody who might be on our podcast today. No. But... But as we were leaving,
1: yes, somebody showed up. Somebody
0: Somebody showed up
1: up again,
0: Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart,
1: and the context that she came up in was Mm -hmm. I don't know, I can't remember. I
0: was talking about my son and how he was uh, interested in filmmaking, and you had said, just like his papa, yes, so Amelia
1: storytelling. She just reminded me. It was about storytelling because your son now has an interest in storytelling. And I said, just like Papa.
0: Okay. So, Amelia, why did you stop by to talk about that? And we're just jumping in feet first.
1: You're a great storyteller. Um, Stories never die. They can only be written... when explaining sometimes the unexplainable. It takes a good curator, or a great curator, of understanding how one is supposed to be understood, and she's going like this with you, like you get her.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about that, Jennifer, because so this is what Jennifer and I do. So, why did you use the word curator? Do you are you aware?
1: i she just gave that to me, but I've also said that you know I've said that when it comes to chaos, chaos is a curator for change. So Very I true. Don't know but curator.
0: let's ask Amelia. I know it's a it's an odd question. Art. Art so curator of art now Amelia would know and Jennifer would That's... not okay. know that in the film called Amelia that starred Hilary Swank I was the digital media curator
1: I did not know that
0: so for her to use the word curator in terms of storytelling it really applies ask her is that what you meant
1: absolutely yeah. <laughs> so
0: it's a way, and this is for the audience tuning in for the last time, or first time.
1: Or the first time.
0: It's a way of verifying what someone is trying to tell you. She used a word that not everybody uses, curation of storytelling. Right. It's not common. But in my case, it's right on the money. If you look up the credits for the movie, Amelia. Which,
1: which I have never seen. I've never seen yeah, that
0: movie. Yeah, most people haven't. It was really unseen. I mean, you know, in that case, I had already done tons of research about Amelia, and my friend Philip Noyce was going to direct that film. He brought me in on the film and had me create a website so that everyone in the crew and Hillary Swank could access all of the stories of Amelia Earhart through her entire life. Thousands of photographs. Wow. Every story in the movie. I had the day that it happened, and what she was wearing, and what she looked like, and what... Oh my what, gosh. So it was, it was a really elaborate thing that I created, but then Philip went keeps off... She
1: saying knowledge.
0: Knowledge. Knowledge about her journey.
1: Knowing it inside and out, and she's showing me like the loops, like, so now you gave me the digital, right? I'm seeing a, a screen that had, you know, it was old school, like black and white, or <laughs> whatever. That's right. And she's showing me just the, all the threading and how you just knew it inside
0: and out like you going around the threads so over much. and for th- over 30 years i gathered all kinds of rare footage of her in her element when she spoke in different places and i put that all together so that uh, anyone on the film crew could click on a link on the day that they were shooting that scene and see her saying those words yeah. in that location um so that's not about me it's really about her Saying you get the story, I do understand her story, and my apologies to you, Amelia, and to the fans out there who wish that her story was told.
1: There's another story. There's a backstory, and that's where you keeps going like this, where you get her. Um, I understand. That also has to do with art.
0: Oh, that's a very. Now, do you know what she means by that? Yes, I do. Okay, very good. She's showing very good and so what Jennifer's not saying but I will is that in the interviews I've done with Amelia via three different very talented mediums Jennifer included in that mix they all talked about Amelia's love affair long-standing love of her life with an artist a woman is that correct
1: Amelia that's correct
0: and so we've talked to you about Oh, so, so, and we've talked to you about that. For people tuning in and hearing for that for the first time, they may find that disconcerting, or as you once put it, a change of your story.
1: Everybody wanted it so much to be a love story that was with, and she's shown me like a black and white love story where this, there's so many beautiful, colorful threads. It's not just black and white with a male and a female. But she says that. Now's the time to do it. Now's the time where it can be heard. She said that she's saying, sorry, hold on a second. You know now that you should do this more than ever, she says. <laughs> um,
0: From your lips to God's ears, Amelia. So, and what she means by that is she knows that I've written a screenplay. Amelia knows that I've written a mini-series, that I've written a lot about. She thing. says
1: you've left a lot out, though, in order to make... Hold on. Hold on again. <laughs> You've left a few things out to make it more blasé for the producers, or director, or whoever it is that...
0: Okay, well, that and that's a very fair note. That you know, this is called getting notes on your screenplay. And so, what, what, what should I focus on? Let me ask you that.
1: Dangerous parts back then, if it was discovered. Like, forget about me being an agent. The dangerous parts about me being with another woman, and not just that. There was a lot of Hollywood women that did that. She said. A lot of hollywood types that were with the same sex but for what i was doing my stature it would not have unequivocally would not have been understood or under like there was no way she could have been
0: i understand and so what you're saying is that you knew lesbians or you know women who preferred women in hollywood that was a more of an open right. world
1: pump um, springs she says Sorry? She's mentioned Palm Springs. Palm
0: Springs. Palm okay. Springs. Was there a vacation that you took in Palm Springs where you were with somebody? Do you want to show Jennifer who that was and maybe I can suss out? Was that a, a trip with Mary Pickford, for example? Marilyn. She showed me Marilyn
1: Monroe.
0: So, I, you know, we've talked know. about, we've talked to Amelia before, her girlfriend mm-hmm. reminded her of a Marilyn Monroe. It. That's it.
1: Okay. And so,
0: so were you able to hook, were you, hook up, were you able to connect with your girlfriend in Palm Springs at some point? Is that what you're saying? or Or was that, what does Palm Springs have to do with your story?
1: A safe place.
0: A safe place ah so you would go to like a club or a, a you know like yes a private club and you were able to connect with her and i know your husband was aware of this open marriage
1: right we al- she also says that we said that we were sisters a lot of the time too
0: i see that makes sense yeah. and was that specifically with this artist or was that just are you talking about in general with liaisons Okay, very good.
1: Cause you know, I know.
0: people do. Uh, people do <laughs> get together. So, uh, so Amelia, I know this is a ridiculous question, but you know my journey, and you know I've taken this project around to different people, and they should, weren't
1: ready for it. That's the first thing she says. They weren't ready for it. They weren't
0: ready for it, and so you're saying they're ready.
1: This is okay she's saying this is now everybody's coming this is so funny david bowie prince Elvis. she's like this is where okay you just said it hold on this is where you don't let your dream and our dreams fade away you still have time on this planet go
0: get to work <laughs> be
1: told no a thousand times keep going she just showed me Seinfeld, which is so funny because Seinfeld was turned down so many times.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You know. Sure.
0: No, it's a great example, and I tell my students that my film students "no" means they just didn't hear you correctly. Interesting. So when you get a no, <laughs> she's like, "Take your own
1: advice."
0: Take your own advice. <laughs> now is the best
1: time.
0: Very good. I agree with you. I think you. I think you're right on the money, and yeah, I you know I think for people that are interested in a story because. I'm not just interested in talking about where she is, which is something Jennifer and I have sussed out and examined and pinpointed with target-like precision, where her body is buried, where her plane is. On our is,
1: first date.
0: On our first to time date. together. Right. And so 8 well, years nice. ago, yeah. Jennifer and I figured that out. It hasn't changed in 8 years. The story hasn't changed. It's only gotten richer and deeper. But I always knew that it was a, the story of Amelia that was more interesting than where cuz physically she still exists. She's still alive. Here we are talking to her.
1: Yeah.
0: On the flip side, that's an astounding event.
1: And not to mention the storytelling that brought her in. I just know better than to discount it. You know, when someone comes in and that that comes too with Trusting at what you're given, which is also a teaching moment. You have to trust what you're given, and even though if you think it's kind of crazy that I'm talking to Amelia, I know that I have to get myself out of the way in order to come through with the right information. Which there's no way I would have known what she was going to say as well. But it just—it's always fascinating. You
0: have an—I just want to compliment you on this. You have an incredible ability to be present in the moment of whatever you're receiving. Most people, they try to parse it or put it in a box to say, well, this means this. They're showing me a photograph or they're showing me this. And then you interpret what they're giving you as opposed to you saying just, this is what I'm getting.
1: I So the other thing about being present when this happens is that I'm able to, so what were, what were we saying that brought this in? It was storytelling, and then that spawned off. So, like, that, that, for, yeah. for the audience, for the first time or last time, um, <laughs> when you get a piece of information, might be a picture, might be a feeling, Richard taught me a long time ago, do not judge it. And just allow it to show up. So why did it show up for storytelling? That's what I was asking, mm-hmm. and then she came through with all this information, which is great, but I think, hold on, I don't think. Give me a
0: second.
1: (laughs) Trust what you're given.
0: Trust what you're given.
1: Trust what you're given. Do not judge it and don't... I could have been like, no, why, you know, then we would have missed out on all of this.
0: But most people do that when they get a sense of Uncle Pete or Aunt Betty being in the house. Or a a scent. scent or a smell of roses, of just something. In your car, it happened to me recently where I was driving along and suddenly like a really profound... Perfume. And I don't know who that was.
1: The guy that I met at the beach in Venice when we were filming. Billy. Billy. Wow.
0: Interesting. My friend Billy Meyer. um, Who would pass away and when Jennifer, it was a very unusual thing. Jennifer, I introduced her to this German film crew and they were filming her, talking about her work and her journey. And at the moment we were on camera, I got a text from a friend in Chicago said our close friend Billy Meyer had died. And I, I said something about it, and Jennifer saw him immediately standing next to me, smoking a cigar, and talking about his journey. So I was, it was on camera, literally, <laughs> a German film crew. So it was very strange for us. And, and Billy, of course, is a very close friend and a good friend. And is there anything Billy wants to say? or
1: He's just saying thank you, Rich, for blowing the door wide open to this. And thank you for telling his family or his kids. His family and his kids. I just meant, saw that meant the world to him, and always checking in on him every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, I saw
0: them on Facebook the other day. Look really happy. Yeah, Adorable he kids. Says
1: they deserve to be happy. He's like, Phew, I've been working so hard to get him that way. <laughs> but they were like that before. But he just says that. But he's also saying he wanted to come in because that's how I recognized him. Was even though I didn't know who he was because he came and smoked a cigar, and so you might smell that. Yeah. And know that is that if they if you think of them it's usually them dropping those thoughts into your head right
0: and you know and your senses go off and you sense something and you're thinking what's and this is the way they communicate they're they're trying to they can't it's really hard to create sound because you need you need air and you need sound waves you need to be able to do all that stuff it's much easier to give somebody a vision or visual
1: uh, they just show me flickering the lights like messing with the lights or the times or <laughs>
0: yeah it's much easier to disconnect an electrical signal to disrupt it than it is to do something else people talk about it all the time um there was a woman who passed away in our building and they were having a little celebration for her and as a friend called in from uh out of town all the lights in their little party started to flicker and then they all went on really brightly so you know you just have to allow that it's possible if you allow that it's possible then you won't spend a lot of time worrying about it we have another Billy I wanted to talk to I thought maybe he might want to stop by Billy the kid who Billy the kid no <laughs> another bill Okay. Um, and I so let's ask Luana Is he a writer? Yes, he was, but okay, so
1: he... Okay, so just let me get... Okay, getting,
0: Moana, give um, her a picture of our friend.
1: Why would you bring him into it? Who? William Shatner. I know he's here, because I sent you something that was funny. Um, give me a second. Wait, okay, hold on a second. Why am I saying... Okay. Is Regis still here or is Regis over there?
0: Regis Philbin? Yeah. Yeah, Regis is on the flip side.
1: Okay, sorry. Well,
0: Regis, that's right. Regis and I knew Regis. And Regis, do you want to say something? What do you want to he's say?
1: saying hi. He just popped in like Kobe does. Very Open. close
0: friends with Charles Grodin who we've spoken okay. to a number of times. He
1: brought him in. Okay.
0: Okay, Regis, hi. what do you want to say? Go ahead. Let's... Okay,
1: so this is why they're doing this. is because you say, Bill, they're wiping it from my mind so I can get all these other people in here. That's but fine. They're just saying hello and happy holidays. Um. I love that. Give me a second. Oh, Billy Paxton. Sorry. They're just laughing at me. We didn't hide it from you, by the way. (laughs) Charles just laughed. He's like, it's Billy. Okay, so
0: Billy, hold up for a second. That's so funny. Let's let all these people that got in front of you, they stepped in front of you, Bill. So let's allow Regis and Chuck. He
1: said again.
0: (laughs) Again. All right. So let's allow Regis to say something. Regis, what do you want to tell your fans?
1: I love them. Kelly's doing an amazing job. Keeping her family together. Um, I don't know what that means. Hold on a second.
0: Keeping her family together. Okay.
1: Or balancing the family and work. Oh, and work. She's amazing. Um, And Ryan Seacrest is going to venture out and have a family soon. Um, Okay. He said he started off as a writer, Regis. Regis. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So let me just get what he's getting. He's like, I started off as a writer. He goes, storytelling. writing creates everything. He goes, yes, because he loves storytelling so much. That's how the show started. That's how, like, one thing, he was a writer for a show, and then it went into.
0: I think he was, a, you know, he worked uh, on radio, like, radio, and then eventually yeah. became a host. You He know, looked the, like a news
1: correspondent host, like somebody like that. Oh, storytelling. my reminded me of a nightmare I had recently. Um,
0: <laughs> How about Chuck Regis? Do you want to bring Chuck in? Is he talking on the stage?
1: I talked to you all the time. And he said thank you. He's saying thank you to you. What I do? Um, you contacted his wife. I did. And he says that he goes. Even though she's defiant in some ways, it was amazing because you put it a seed in her head. He said thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. And she knows I'm around, and it's not just because of my great cologne. He's laughing, He's like <laughs> making me smell musk like that old musk smell. Yeah,
0: no, like uh, whatever that. Yeah, sea, and he sea says he
1: celebrated his birthday in August. August, I don't know. Um, when? Oh, is passing.
0: It's passing, which is his birthday, on the flip side. Okay. Chuck, we miss you terribly. I was just had a, a very. Like, ah. Well, I did have a thought about you the other day, and I really was just thinking somebody on Twitter had like done a you know they were following you and they were showing scenes from your movies, and I really had this thought I, I can't believe he's not on the planet, so I know you he still felt exist. That. He okay. Felt that in
1: your heart.
0: Yeah, that was. Touching. And he's looking
1: at you, saying, "Lucky, you're still <laughs> on
0: the planet." Then I look where I am, Chuck, and he's I like, get to talk to you. Like I'll
1: trade sides with you. Come on, <laughs> it's so funny.
0: That is hilarious.
1: He's like time does not. There's not. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Do I say that? Go ahead. I'm asking him. Hold on. (laughs) So I have realized there's a lot of people that feel alone. Okay. And when I've looked into it several times over, because including myself, like when I was in, when I was going through some stuff about my mom. And my mom's doing great. Thanks for all the prayers love Um, so okay a lot of people that are very connected and I've always said everybody's connected but your awareness might not be connected you know completely connected but you're always connected start from there but by being connected and this is the difference than it was even like three years ago You might feel alone because you are so connected to the planet, you're so connected to other people that you actually, because of that, it's this construct where you feel like you're not feeling anything. It's a weird construct, I can't explain it, but it's because you're more into the oneness.
0: I see, you feel almost like you're not here. Right,
1: right. right. Okay. And so that might make you feel alone, but it's the opposite you're so connected that you feel everything which then in turns makes you feel a little bit off like you don't understand it
0: I understand okay this was a cut this was a conversation on Quora just the other day where somebody was saying I feel more like a ghost than a human and I pointed out that we bring portion of our consciousness to our lifetime so if that's how you're feeling Examine it.
1: Examine it, yeah. And
0: look at it, and then see. Look around you, and see who is it you're here to help or heal. Right. And if you can look at that person who maybe you feel like you've known them your whole life, it's probably because you have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Focus on them. Talk to them. Call them up. Send them a love note. A uh, Chuck used to do. this, Charles Broden <laughs> used to do this. He would send people letters, just because he admired their talent or their journey.
1: Sing to his mom. I
0: remember. Very sweet. That. No, I don't remember hearing that, but that's or funny. who would
1: he sing to every day?
0: Oh, he sang to his brother his Jack. His Yeah. Well, his mom was also, uh, you know, a sweetheart. Lena. Lena knew her very well. They're dancing up there. <laughs> that's very good. They're right, okay. dancing. it's um, adorable.
1: Oh, Bill! Hold on a second.
0: Bill, oh, you're still <laughs> here? I'm just kidding. Bill knows that the... Uh, He's just
1: mad at me. He's like, how could you not know? It's Bill. Like, how could you not know? Right. I'm like, they swipe it. Like, And it goes back to, like, if you, your keys go missing, your keys can be literally right in front of you. But they can make you not look, not see it.
0: And so everybody was, everybody yeah. was uh, inhibiting Bill Paxson's awareness. So when we say Bill Paxson, what do you see? Do you see him as a... And who did you just wave to, by the way? Regis. Okay, very, very sweet. All right. So what do you see when you see Bill? Are you seeing... uh, When I see
1: Bill, I feel his presence. Oh. That's so interesting. He wanted to come by, too, because I'm going to the movie Avatar. I know that he was in one of James Cameron's movies, which was the Titanic, but I didn't know, like... They were very close friends. They were very close. And so we, as a family... um, are going tonight cuz we just watched the first one again. And I recommend everybody watching the first one again Let me go see the
0: second one. Well, that's why I invited Bill. I want to hear your opinion. I'm Bill. What? Have you seen Jennifer hasn't seen the movie, but no. Bill. You have.
1: Long. He says it's long. Because <laughs> we don't have time over
0: here. <laughs> he it's long and we very, don't have time. You get you the joke? He's yeah. We and we don't even have time over here and it's, day, and it's still long.
1: But he says, which is very interesting. that It's so multi-layered. You're gonna to have to watch it over and over. You'll have to watch it several times to get all the meanings. It represents us more now than it's ever represented us.
0: What do you mean by that? I
1: don't know. Hold on. Our planet, destroying our planet. What we're doing to it. Okay. So
0: now again, Jennifer hasn't seen the movie. She did. She saw, I saw the, the, the first one. one. Okay, but this.
1: No, I'm, so I'm not going to say
0: what the film's about, but it does pick up on that theme he of us me. destroying so he, he our shows planet. Shows
1: me it burning up, like it burning up, like it.
0: There's like, a little bit of that, and there's okay. a little bit about that the the ocean and how well you well, know the like, way of water. Of the
1: ocean. He's showing me with the ocean something going on with the ocean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so Bill, what would you huh? if you could talk to Jim Cameron today? What would you want to say to him?
1: He says he does. Hold on.
0: And is Jim aware of it? No. So what do you say to Jim so that we could if he ever watches he this He says he
1: makes me he says he makes him laugh. Like he'll quit hold on. When Jim gets stressed out when James gets stressed out, he says, um, hi Dad, you just, just switched me. Speaking Next of time. Jim's. Yeah. Um, he says he put something funny in his head. Like something funny that they've done. You know, he showed so me he riding horses. So, please
0: indulge yeah. me. What would Bill, what would be something that you would put into his head to remind him?
1: One of the first, like, movies they ever did, it was on a, like, an I think I've seen this before, this scene. I don't know if he's on a horse and he gets taken off or something like that. It's, I
0: feel like wrong. So, just, it's a visual of him falling off a horse? Yeah. Bill or Jim?
1: Both of us, we were racing or something like that.
0: Okay, falling off horses, and I don't think something
1: like that. I don't know, but it feels like it's in Korea. Like it feels like it's in a foreign land.
0: Okay, I mean, I'm just what I'm saying is that Bill, of course, knew Jim outside of uh, Aliens, which which is something they worked on together. Aliens, the sequel. Didn't know. That's when I met Bill. Didn't
1: know that.
0: Yeah. So, and and he was working with Jim Cameron on that. And then also, Bill appears in Terminator briefly. He's like a punk at the beginning, and then uh, in Terminator Two, he you know he's like a, a nasty kid. And then of course in Titanic, as we've discovered, and, and Bill gave Jennifer a ride in the bathysphere. That was so crazy. Which is in the film hacking the afterlife, yeah. the film with you know there's a little little clip of that, where Jennifer was sitting right here where she is now eight years ago. And so not really quite aware of who Bill was, and he was showing her the trip that they took to the Titanic, and it was freaking her out, being underwater. Yeah. And I remember the, a shark swam by, and you suddenly, like, screamed. Ah! So, I, so Bill... Um, listen, we love you madly. What, what do you it's stuff? I don't want inter- to. I don't
1: want to. Somebody's like he just went like this to my show He's like, "I got you." He goes, "I told you we had this all worked out." Like.
0: <laughs> so I, I know your son and your daughter and your wife. They're adorable and they miss you. And I don't know. Do you want to say? They're anything?
1: thriving. He says they're thriving.
0: They're thriving.
1: And he says that. Um, she's met someone.
0: You know, we talked about this, and he said she should be open to that.
1: Yeah.
0: In a previous conversation. It's
1: happening. It's if it hasn't happened, it's happening.
0: Okay. Now, listen. I don't want to tread on anyone's I'm, private. i
1: You're not. This is yeah. for you or whatever. It's...
0: Yeah. For our audience and me.
1: And when I see something like when I see somebody pregnant, it doesn't mean they're pregnant, right? Like, it doesn't mean they're actually pregnant. Yeah. I, they could be pregnant soon. I just it's a feel, metaphor. I feel babies. Like I feel. Are you
0: saying that in this
1: case? No, but I'm just saying if okay. I see somebody in a relationship you. the same thing, I feel relationships. So if they're not in one right now, that means it's like right around the corner. Very good. Again, very good.
0: And you know, Bill, uh, you know, whatever. What, what do you want to tell your fans? Because we all miss you, buddy.
1: I'm making movies. What?
0: Tell us about them. What movies are you making? He just
1: showed me Fast Times at Regiment High, which is funny. Oh, okay. That's hilarious.
0: Well, tell us. Do you mean you're making films over there on the flip side?
1: Movies that you can't make anymore here.
0: <laughs> okay. What do you mean? Like, because they're because they're the Me Too inappropriate.
1: Are, uh, there's no um, way they'd go like the joking, just, like, the yeah. comedy. Because over here, everybody's like we're all different colors, but we all know who we are.
0: Very good. That's interesting. Now, most people don't know that Bill was an accomplished film director, and he directed a really wonderful film.
1: He goes, I've made sure everybody over here knows. <laughs> and he goes, and there's no hierarchy over here, so it doesn't even matter.
0: And so we talked to Carl Lemley about that. And to talk to us about that, Bill, how do you create a film? I mean, do you, are it's you...
1: A, it's a mathematical construct. Okay. What it takes years. Like, he showed me five years for the making of the second movie with Avatar. Or something like that, five to ten years. He says it. It can take five seconds over
0: there. Five yeah. seconds over there. I was going to ask you about that, Billy. So the the conversation that we had with you eight years ago in this office. What does it feel like for you, in turn, yesterday? Ten minutes ago. Ten minutes ago. we're wearing the same shirt. He says. And you're wearing the same. <laughs> same he's wearing shirt. the same shirt. And jeans. Yeah. So now that's an interesting facet of, and it's fascinating. Somebody brought this so it's up. It's
1: like two set, Like He's shown me literally me drinking coffee. It's a coffee stop. Like he goes, he says it. Oh, that's so fascinating. It's true. Thank you. Time does not exist over there. And he said, I could be in the future right now coming here. Or I could be in the past. Like it's not. it only exists right now but he says he can you can jump he's and then he shows me me jumping because when i get information past present future shows up in the same spot for me and i have to figure it out and i've been a lot better with figuring out gauging time yeah but you know i can i'm like when i look into things you know i can gauge it a little bit better because for me eight years from now shows up the same place as if it happens tomorrow
0: correct in terms of what we've you know talked about and research this idea that that Bill's awareness of time because he can access his previous lifetimes. He can access all of his journeys, and so it feels like it's all simultaneous. He just simultaneously. showed
1: me being like in the Pilgrim era with with me, like being out in the whatever. I think we just, he's just showing me a brief.
0: Bill the Pilgrim era. No, was she was, a witch back then? No,
1: remember the Mormons? So he was showing. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Billy yeah. remembered a lifetime. I would
1: never remember that. You he would never that. remember
0: that Billy remembered being in the Mormon. Uh, Group that went to yeah, Texas. What's his name too? Was Could be, uh, and he. I think he was like the sheriff or the guy yeah. in charge of. Yeah. I mean, it's an elaborate story. It's in the book Backstage Pass, um, and we got into it. And I dug up the town, and I didn't realize there was a section of the Mormons who went to Texas, and they had That's a right. whole adventure there.
1: See again. I don't remember. Thank goodness Richard documents
0: everything. <laughs> Try to film everything. So Bill, I just the reason I wanted to talk to you about time this idea that eight years ago and it helps people to understand why it seems so frivolous what we're talking about it seems kind of silly we're having fun with it you know that you talked to Jennifer like yesterday about your crossing over but it also gives people a context which is if you're if let's say it's seven it, we've heard this before 25 years feels like five minutes
1: he's he goes my lifetime feels like a tennis match
0: like a tennis match yeah, like very good t- he
1: just showed me playing tennis like, so
0: and and this is why i want to bring it up because some people talk about their life planning session and they talk about their life review
1: he said this whole thing he showed me william blake like he goes all my lifetimes that that um, he goes this lifetime right here is just the, he showed me all the sand like a grain of sand
0: like just a grain of sand. Okay, grainy that's a little bit esoteric, Bill. It's hard for us to comprehend. A tennis match works just fine. Okay? But my, point is, but my point is, when you examine just one tennis match, right? And you think of it like you're 80 years on the planet or 60 years that you have on the planet. That's a tennis match. But there's a beginning and an end. And right. we do have it when we visit our councils.
1: But he says you always win because you're playing against yourself.
0: So, what do you think about visiting your council, Bill? What was it like for you? Because, you know, I'm plugging my book, Divine Councils.
1: Hmm. He says it's a great book. And he says that I was very, I did not think that I did. He goes, I knew I was a good guy, but I didn't think that I affected a lot of people. And when, I was, when the council showed me, he said it was very overwhelming for me.
0: So let me paraphrase that, Bill. What you're saying is when you went did to a good job. when you went did to do your job. your life review, you saw how many people's lives you affected and changed, and loved you, or and their world yes. was different because. Well, of
1: look at you. Finally, got your movie made within a
0: minute. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, but I'm just talking about your yeah. journey. Yes. And you know, and when we think about it, how you lived to be, I think, sixty. Or was it younger? 59. I, I,
1: I don't know. I saw 54 and then I saw 59, but I think 59.
0: So and so you 50, think about it, 59. some people don't even get to live you know, beyond five years. And some people live to be 110 and they don't do anything. But in your case, you got this opportunity to change people's lives.
1: So, just for a second, Elvis showed up and then showed me him being reincarnated, like part of him being reincarnated as that kid that was sick. Hmm. Like that was five, I don't know, something about five years old. Like all right,
0: dead. so Bill, did you see that Elvis just knocked you out of the chair?
1: No, he did not. He just was showing a reference he el- how. El-
0: he and elbowed if you. you. Die,
1: okay. When you're young, you're, there's still a part of you somewhere else that's living to be old. That's what he was.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. And so what you're, but what you're saying is because each lifetime's a journey. Is that correct, Bill?
1: It's a wave.
0: It's a way, but each one is separate unto itself, and so we we may yes. leave the planet early. But it's the a tentative. tennis match. Yes. If the tennis match gets interrupted early, you could then pick up the racket and run to another court. You would just have a different experience. And Jennifer's tapping her nose for the people listening in the car, uh, meaning for the first time. Right? For the first slice of the last. Careful. Uh, meaning, signifying. Yes, that is correct so
1: okay they want to talk about 2023
0: okay very good what's up guys oh come on don't tell me you're going to predict the future
1: no bill are you want to give tools
0: oh tools all right thank (laughs) you thank i'm teasing
1: we love that richard loves it when i
0: predict the future not jennifer i'm talking about billy um we love anything jennifer does (laughs) all right bill you want to give us some tools please
1: the one does
0: and They're they're all
1: doing it together
0: okay i'll be quiet
1: that's the first tool. <laughs> the second one, they're saying, um, be open. You can be a skeptic, but be openly skeptical. It just and then the guy that came in that said you wasted a lot of time trying to disprove it. That eventually, when the the atheist who saw we've had like, so many the baby. The guy that died that was your friend, you went to the funeral, you talked to the people that I talked to.
0: Oh, Harry Dean Stanton.
1: Mm-hmm. Harry Dean Stanton.
0: I love Harry, Harry Dean, the atheist. So, yeah. That's right, him, yeah, now right. the great actor. Okay. And
1: okay, he just showed me the baby. Pretty in paint, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: what did Harry say?
1: Well, his movies couldn't be made anymore, but... <laughs> Hold on. Be open to others in your your dimension and beyond, but be that's it. That's so fascinating. Thank you. The more that you help others, the more that the divine helps you. Divine, call it whatever you want. So the energy that goes back, because they always say give away what you what you want or what you don't have. Right? So if you Mm -hmm. want love, go love something or someone. Go walk a dog like you've mentioned. Um, Or your husband. Um, That was funny. Hold on. (laughs) I did not say that. Someone else did.
0: Go walk your husband? Somebody Uh, said that?
1: Because go walk a dog. I just thought that was funny. (laughs) Um, Circle back. The infinite sign. So show me the infinity sign. It means that we're all connected. And that even when you feel like you're not, you're still connected. You might go out of the circle loop or whatever it is, but you'll be right back. Um, okay, you're showing me way too many things. They just showed me turtle and Nemo going in that... Oh, that loop. vortex, oh. yeah. Um, okay. E-A-C. Love. Saying this before, love yourself so you can love others. Put the mask on first. You have to love yourself in order to love others.
0: You have to love yourself in order to love others. It bears repeating, and that's why I'm repeating. Love, love. Love, love. And so, who's the Robin primary source of this? Luana. Luana. So, Lou?
1: She says they take a lot of questions over there, and they hear a lot of questions that are here, a lot of wants and needs when people pray or chant or, or meditate, the loops that come in their head. And it's always from the f- thank you, the fear of lacking or lacking something or not having something. Because you guys are gluttons. <laughs> we have everything we could ever want. Mind you, this is the f- one of the first Christmases that I was so much at peace that I thought something was wrong. I had n- no wants, you know, physical wants. Yeah. You know, of course I wanted my mom healthy. Of course yeah. I want the planet to heal. Of course I want... But for myself, I there was I couldn't even think of something that I wanted. That being said, it's about time I'm 51 or whatever. It's about what? It's about time. I'm it's older. about time. It's about time that I thought that way. I should have been. Oh, that it's way, about time. Like, I see. I see. But get out of the mindset of you needing more because the universe will make you feel like you need it. The universe is not discriminating.
0: Well, it's interesting. Cause last week we had Charles Dickens come by and talk oh, uh, talk to us about giving away. The idea at Christmas time, or the holiday season, season, you give things away. To, uh, find a way to give things away. And yeah. that could be love, it could be a smile, it could be a cupcake,
1: it could be a, cupcake, could could be be a, a laugh. Game. Yeah.
0: Give laughter. It's the huge, and it's a way to heal people. If you can yeah. give laughter to somebody, allow them to laugh about things.
1: Robin Williams says, well done. It was so funny. Like They were saying that to him when he got it. That standing ovation like he did in mm-hmm. did in um,
0: Dead So Robin, are you gonna elbow Bill out of the chair? Is that what you're doing?
1: Oh he says he's not in the chair.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is no chair. There is no chair. <laughs> oh, he laughed because I my <laughs> my daughter made her work out with me this morning. We're doing this Trace Tracy Anderson method, whatever but it's fun to work out there, And she's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, you, I'm like, I'm not gonna say you can sleep when you're dead, because they don't sleep. So that's like, I don't ah, know. They, don't sleep, sleep when you're dead. You're they me, don't sleep. They don't sleep, trust me. And so she, my daughter was just laughing. She goes, I know you won't tell me that. I'm like, that's the biggest, you know, farce in the world. You don't sleep when you're dead. Well but Robin,
0: we always true. loved your uh, your sense of humor as well as I love your that you showed
1: that to me. <laughs> so basically.
0: what is it you want to tell us at the end of this year and looking forward to the new year? What do you want to talk to us about or tell us?
1: You can be happy or you can make yourself sad. You still have to choose happiness. Choose happiness. The more and that goes back to being grateful, like when you're grateful that turns into happiness, even if it's just for your breath. You can always find one thing.
0: That you can so let's actual. do a little bit of a round robin. Luana, what do you want to tell people to look forward to in 2023?
1: Pray for others, chant for others, meditate for others. Just like what you said about that the Hawaiian, I don't know what it is, that meditation that comes back
0: when you pray for others oh yeah tonglen the tonglen meditation that the tibetans use and luana was uh the s the sgi and uh, namyeho renge kyo and that idea that you would pray for somebody else and she pointed out that that healed her tina turner was a close friend of hers you know and tina was somebody whose life as she put it was saved by chanting for others tonglen is a meditation i've mentioned it before in the podcast Where you pray for others, you pray for the health of others. That helps us. So that idea, and we've heard it from Anthony Bourdain. Meditate, learn to meditate, because that helps he you. He just showed
1: me dropping that into your head, so he can. Come. He just showed me growing. Okay.
0: He wanted to get a little bit about a eat a note healthy. In. Eat healthier, Richard.
1: Yes. No, he says you're you you're doing better. Um. <laughs> hold on. People should not be hungry in our world. Everyone should be able to eat, and people are starving.
0: That's what Anthony wants to say. Mm-hmm. So focus on that a little bit. How yeah. do you, like uh, Chef Andre, how do you feed people?
1: Just get them the... It comes back from having a water source.
0: Water source. a water source. Okay.
1: He says, he goes, if a country needs... Hold on, If a city... Needs clean water. He goes. That's the source that helps. Um, that helps farming. That helps the community. That helps everything. He says. If you don't have clean water, or if you don't have a water infiltration system, like in other third world countries, a lot some places that don't have it, that's where they end up starving more.
0: Very good, and and we've talked to uh, Julian Lennon about his White Feather Foundation, which is about finding fresh water for people yeah. around the world.
1: Oh, okay, so now we have his dad.
0: And John, John, do you have anything to tell people in twenty twenty three What would you like to say?
1: Well, he just went over there and went like this to you, and he said, "Thanks for playing my music and putting my music into your book."
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. We were listening to him he today. Said the
1: other day. Yeah. and
0: today yeah, the other day you know the beatles channel and Sirius radio this morning i was and just you listening
1: he said in the car
0: <clears throat> just today on the way here that's what he said. i was listening to I, win. I was listening to his song tomorrow never
1: that's what he said tomorrow
0: and so and and he said that was my tibetan Yesterday. book of the dead phase and i'd never listened to the lyrics with regard to Robert Thurman wrote a fantastic translation of the Tibetan Book of the Dead. I recommend everyone read it. But if you I read it, it, it's about the dissolution of the senses. And that's what that song was about. And I didn't know that until I heard John tell that to me an hour ago in the car. How weird is that? Well, thank you, John. Elvis, we're not going to kick you out of here without getting a word from you for 2023. What do you want to say? Make
1: s- music. Make it loud. Okay. Even freely. He's like, I don't think you
0: guys have a choice. <laughs> Prince. Uh, I'm not gonna
1: say. It. He's like, make love and make it loud.
0: Make love and make it loud. I we love that, Prince. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Um, who else? He's
1: so he makes me flustered, and I don't. There's not. It's so weird.
0: And you don't fluster easily. Mm-mm. He's a flustered guy. I bet
1: Jesus, are... like that's sorry
0: okay if you want to ask him jesus anything from 2023 do you want to stop in
1: love louder
0: love louder okay very good all right who are we forgetting
1: it's frequencies they're showing me the reason why they're saying louder is because it's frequencies okay Um, oh steve jobs so um,
0: and Steve Jobs, what would you like to say before we head out? Go ahead.
1: He just said thank you for talking to his family. Um, Very good. I gave you the means to dream louder, bigger, more obnoxious, not to take away and be cut off from people. He goes, it's a community, like communications, a community. And he goes, that's where, he goes, my company's like that. We have, you know, with the impl- we all work together. That needs to happen more on the planet now. He goes, instead of me being the villain, that people are now separate because they're on their devices and they're not communicating. He says, communicate together.
0: Wow. Use that tool as a way to connect to other human beings. Yes. As opposed to separate.
1: There is. I just got shown this. There's um, a thing called Schultz with Jonah Hill. It's on Netflix. Oh yeah. And it's about his therapist. I highly recommend it. Jessica Alba actually told me like, she's like, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "No." Nope. So I watched it the other day. And it's good. It has some really good nuggets in there. Oh, that's and it's great. Authentic. It's funny. It's you know, um, but part of that was the communication when people are when people get depressed or in their head. They start not communicating, but yet they'll look at all the other, you know, social media or whatever it is, um, and commu- that's like when you start al- alienating yourself from others, people need that to thrive. They need that to... Um,
0: to realize that to they people. are connected. Yeah. Well, Luana, that takes us back to you, my dear.
1: Get an animal. Get a cat.
0: Get a cat or an animal, and how does that help?
1: You'll always have something that loves you, no matter what.
0: Unconditional love. It's an example of unconditional love. Jennifer tapped her nose.
1: She said it was a really cute picture. She showed me the one that, of course, I picked, that you were holding the cat. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that is that uh, was the last photograph she took, and it was me holding her cat, Mr. Bailey.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that
0: was recent. No, that no. was the last photograph Luana took. She, had, we had, I had gotten her camera, so she could just take random photographs, and she took that picture of me and her, me and her cat, Mister Bailey, who we've interviewed. We interviewed Mister Bailey. It looks exactly like your cat. It looks exactly like okay, my cat. I had no. It's idea ridiculous. I know when I saw that photograph, I thought, when I When did I get a picture of? our cat with me. Oh, I thought, oh my gosh, that's Luana's cat.
1: Okay, and she says that you don't need a clipboard, that you can talk to them too. They're available. <laughs> she laughed. Between the hours of 8 and 5. Between um, the
0: hours of 8 and 5? Who's never. available? You mean Luana? You mean you and the
1: whole class. David
0: Bowie? The you whole came class. through. David, do you want to say anything? We keep glossing over you, sir.
1: No, you don't. He talks with everybody. Hold on. You showed me drums. Oh my gosh. Drums are a good outlet.
0: Oh my gosh. I bought my son a drum set for Christmas.
1: The great outlet. He says, good going, Pops. See, he was never pushed aside. He helped you with that. (laughs) Richard is crying right now. He's sensitive right now. It was my turn last time.
0: (laughs) That's true. All right. No crying in cyberspace.
1: No on the what flip side, what a great year, Richard!
0: Yeah, we've had a lovely year. Let's thank Jennifer for all of her gifts, all the stuff that she's done. I assume you probably have to go, don't you? Me too. So let's thank you for doing this. It's un- its incredible that we get the chance to be um, witness to something so wonderful. To be a cell phone to the flip side.
1: They're so great. It's so much more fun with. The- I don't like it being on me the whole time, but it's so much. It's so much more fun with you here because they're so. I can see them giving you information as you're asking the question. Given there is, it's, it's a it's a wild
0: improvisational like, comic uh, improv. Let's put put it that way. Between these people that I knew who, who were hilarious, who still are hilarious, yeah. and there I'm asking questions and they're giving these hilarious answers to Jennifer, and we're able to share it with the entire planet. It's very strange. And, you know, God forbid the planet ends, but these podcasts will go on forever. Forever. And someday, a hundred years from now, someone's going to go, oh, look at this old TV show. When our
1: tennis match ends,
0: somebody else's. That's right. (laughs) Somebody else. All right. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thanks
1: to all the listeners, too. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you. And you get so much fan mail. They all send their love. And they really appreciate everything you do. So, Jennifer, just to remind, jennifershafer.com
1: J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R S-H-A-F-F-E-R
0: dot com Uh, DivineCouncils.com That would be the new book if you want to check that out. And then we will catch you uh, in the year 2023. Yes. All right. very good.
1: Bye! Bye!
0: This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information jennifershafer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on gaia.com via Amazon Prime.